This is Things You Might Not Have Heard, and I am Jay Kevin Payne, ready to present for you the weekend's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture for the very first edition of the year, Monday, January the 1st, 2024. Happy New Year to all you folks. If you're brand new, well, this is your go-to and supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news stories you may have missed with a little added context along the way. We, <coughs> we produce this thing every weekday morning, Monday through Friday. Where today in the queue, we have 10 news stories from the past weekend that you or the people on the internet deemed as conversational and that we crafted into the curated cast we have here. We'll explain the vetting process after all the headlines and bring you some today things that are fun to get to as well. So stick around to the very end because we have a lot of things to get to. Go to our website. This is a conversationproject.com. More details on how we do these things and the whys we do on this thing. And as I said, it is Monday, January the 1st, 2024. Happy New Year to you. Uh, we record this live every weekday morning. It's easy to get it in at about 5.50 a.m. in the morning. And let's get to the news headlines from the weekend that you said were pretty cool to talk about. Starting off with headline number one, the story for the number one spot. And it's not in any particular order as we're reading the story. It's just the orders they turned into when we curated them. Gypsy Rose Blanchard has been ordered to leave the state of Missouri by her parole officer. Gypsy Rose Blanchard has been ordered by authorities to leave the state of Missouri immediately. This directive comes after Blanchard was released from prison, where she had been serving a sentence for involvement in the murder of her mother, Claude Anidia. Hopefully I got that properly right. Claude Anidia D.D. Blanchard. The order to leave the state is a significant development in her case, which garnered widespread attention due to the circumstances surrounding her mother's murder and Blanchard's alleged victimization. The whole thing went down where Blanchard was semi-famous, for uh, being sick and being on TV, and her mother essentially suffered from uh, Menhauchen syndrome, but that one as well, uh, essentially making her daughter sick. Uh, a, a plot was put together for a long-distance boyfriend to kill her mother. She was involved in it. She was in prison for that, released early, now being asked to leave the state for many reasons on this case. Story number two in the lineup this morning. Frank Thomas blasts irresponsible Fox News after network mistakenly claimed he died. Frank Thomas was mistakenly pronounced dead by Fox News. The MLB Hall of Famer um, had a, was in a memorial segment on the folks we lost this year at the end of the year. It happened on the Falcon Focus. Uh, it's just something that just sort of happens. Of course, the White Sox legend is still alive. Like you may have seen him on a commercial for one of those Nugenics things somewhere in the last weekend. There occurred due to a confusion with another MLB player named Frank Thomas, passed away in January 2023. He was in his 90s. This Frank Thomas is in his late 50s. So, yeah. Fox News issued an on-air apology for the mistake. Frank Thomas, known as Big Hurt, had a significant career with the White Sox and recognized as one of the greatest hitters in baseball history. Fun fact, side note, my mother taught Frank Thomas back in high school, so she had this love for Frank Thomas and followed his career early on, even though she literally couldn't, she, well, she could pick him out of the lineup because she knew what she looked like, but he had no idea what he was doing other than the fact that he played baseball, he went to minor leagues and eventually went to the White Sox, and that was essentially her sports knowledge. She's a big football fan, but baseball... It was just, she taught Frank Thomas, that's his boy, didn't know anything about how, how his teams went. Red Sox were famously bad, but it is what it is. Let's go to story at the three spot for this morning. And the headline is, Ohio State under NCAA investigation for cheating. Cheating. Ohio State University is currently under investigation by the NCAA due to allegations of a major cheating scandal. The specific details of the scandal have not been released yet, though. Major 
but no details. The spotlight investigation puts the university in the spotlight. The, the investigation puts the university in the spotlight for potential violations of NCAA rules, which could have significant repercussions for the institution and its athletic programs. The outcome of the investigation and any recruiting actions are yet to be determined. We shall see. We pull this from the blog, Total Pro Sports. You can look for links for this one out there because there's more on this. It's not just flat made up, but there's more out there out there on Ohio State, the Ohio State University. I wanted to unmute myself with the wrong button. Tourists vie to catch Iceland's volcanic eruptions. Iceland's volcanic activity has been a major tourism attraction. You know, other than seeing the ice and the glaciers in Iceland, seeing the volcanoes is now drawing adventures and seekers in and photographers who get a picture and get a look firsthand what's going on. The unique geology offers a relatively safe environment for observing volcanic eruptions, unless you're like nearby living there, making it an incredibly popular destination with those fascinated by the natural wonders. The article describes the experiences of tourists who have traveled to Iceland, the article that we pulled today, specifically to witness these eruptions, uh, showcasing the awe-inspiring power of nature and growing trend of volcano tourism. I should have double-checked on the robot editor, and that one, that article came from Reuters, so it is a basically a, 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 a standard sort of uh, feed item, a newswire item. Announce a story that we picked at fifth today. Singer Grimes declares, "Quote: I'm happily a proud, happily I, I happily am proud of white culture." Hard for me to say that because I guess not happily proud of white culture, so I get confused. But here's the here's the synopsis. Grimes, Canadian musician, has sparked controversy by stating she is quote happily proud of white culture, unquote, leading to accusations of being a Nazi. They went there. She expressed frustration over being labeled as such and emphasized the importance and nonsense of one's heritage and culture. Grimes, known for eclectic music and personal life, including her relationship with entrepreneur Elon Musk, has been a figure of public interest and controversy. That's not saying a whole lot there. The latest statement has added to the public discourse surrounding her views on identity. And here's the thing about Grimes I say personally. I can barely pick her out of a lineup. I know she named her babies weird things because she's married to Elon Musk or was married or was attached or whatever's going on. And of course, I don't know what her music is. I have no idea. If you played it for me, I'd probably think it was, I don't know who I think it was. It'd be nothing out here. But she's famous enough for being Grimes and hanging out with Elon and having babies with weird symbols in her name. So she was engaging. She was conversational. She's in the top lineup for today. We'll see if she makes it for the weekend stop. Let's go to the story at number six this morning. Headline reads, Denmark's Queen Margaret uh, II announces surprise abdication on live TV. I think I may have butchered her name. I called her Marguerite when I did this in a quick uh, TikTok, and somebody just kind of did a giggle laugh in there. But essentially, most of the laughs and most of the jokes were with me in saying, she just got tired and didn't want to be queen anymore. Literally, the longest serving monarch in Europe announced that she was done on January 14th. 52 years would be her reign. She is the longest reigning monarch because Queen Elizabeth II died a few years back. And so now she's actually had some time to catch up and overpass her. So she now has the record and she's just going to, you know, retire gracefully, apparently. She wants to just do other things and not be monarch. 
it's no big deal. There's no big whoop or any sort of controversy. She's going to abdicate to her son, the crown prince, and move on from there. Let him rule for a bit, being that she's, you know, in her eight, in her 70s. It's probably time that she gave up doing stuff. By the way, Denmark is not ruled by the queen, so it's not like she's given up any actual power. It's a monarchy just like in England where they're a symbol. They walk around. They're essentially paid to wave around and do reality TV show stuff. So it's not like it's a major loss. And Crown Prince Frederick's probably pretty happy he gets the job a little early and doesn't have to wait for his mother to die to get it. So we're going to go with that one. Let's go to the story that is next this morning. It is the seven spot. Like I said, no particular order, no particular number for the rankings. It's just the seven story out of the ten we have today. Detroit Pistons beat Toronto Raptors to end 28-game losing streak. That's it. 29-27. It was a squeaker, but they actually found a way to not take on the actual title of longest losing streak, which they have the longest losing streak in a season. Uh, the biggest thing is, um, the issue is that the actual 76ers have the league's longest losing streak stretching from the end of one season to the beginning of another season. They only needed basically this game and another game to beat that. So they're two, one or two games out from having the actual long standing record. They have the longest losing streak within an actual season and with that the year which is an asterisk they really didn't want this year. They're not good. They're not getting that much better, but we'll see if they can rebound and make something out of themselves moving forward for the season. Female chess player fined after her Burberry sneakers were deemed, quote, sports shoes. Now, the world of competitive chess is a whole nother level of crazy. And you think, you know, what goes on behind the scenes uh, for the soccer wags or something. And this isn't even a wag story. This is like the real deal going down in the, the trenches. Anna Maja Karzarian, Kar Karzarian, a Dutch chess player, was fined 100 euros by the International Chess Federation, FIDE, for wearing Burberry sneakers during a World Rapid and Blitz Chess Championships. Fidi, Fidi. Deemed her hot footwear sports shoes, sneakers. They were Burberry, so they were, you know, fancy sneakers, but they were sneakers, sports shoes nonetheless. And it violates the sport, the dress code, because chess is a sport that's not a sport. Yes. The decision has sparked discussions about the enforcement of dress codes in chess tournaments and whether such regulations are outdated and necessary. Can a guy show up in a old school Run DMC, my Adidas uh, outfit, with Kangol in, in tow and a big fat gold chain and be a chess champion? I don't know. Must it be in a suit and tie or tuxedo and tails? We will see how this thing plays out in the court of public opinion and for Fide, F-I-D-E, to see how the chess folks want to run this thing. Let's go to story number nine for the morning. Paula Abdul sues American Idol producer Nigel Lithgow over sexual assault claims. Paula Du has filed a lawsuit against, against Lithgow, the former producer of American Idol, alleging sexual assault. Lawsuit claims that the assault occurred back in the early 2000s. That was a bit of go, but it's coming out now. Lithgow has denied the allegations, described them as, quote, false. That's all he's got is false. Al Abdul's illegal action seeks unspecified damages and highlights ongoing concerns about sexual misconduct in the industry. Well, we're getting out of this stuff, and this is beyond Me Too and beyond sort of all the kerfuffle with the Survivors Act and people suing a lot of old, old cases, what's going on. It's just, there is a definitely a sea change in the way things are being handled for uh, females in entertainment and the way they've been treated uh, by the males in power. And it's 
pretty apparent. We should no longer see many more issues of cast and couch things going on because there are more women in charge and the severity of getting caught and being, being prosecuted in these things are so big for men these days. It's not a pure end of the patriarchy. I mean, that's never going to happen. Let's, let's get that straight. But we will see more fairness and less, less abuse, less power struggles in these things. But when it does happen, it still needs to be addressed. And Powell do addressing this one, even though it is one from the early 2000s, which will, you know, of course, bring about greater change for those going forward. And the final story from the lineup from the weekend. McDonald's Malaysia says is suing Israel's boycott movement for $1 million in damages. McDonald's Malaysia has filed a lawsuit against the boycott, and divestment, and sanctions, BDS, the movement in Malaysia seeking damages of approximately $1 million. The fast food giant claims that BDS Malaysia made false and defamatory statements that negatively impacted its business. The legal action is a response to a boycott initiated by a BDS movement against McDonald's for its alleged support of Israel. McDonald's, air quote, supports Israel, so the Malaysian um, group decided we're just not going to eat McDonald's in Malaysia. There's the rub. The case highlights the ongoing tension between corporations and their interests and their political activism going forward in related to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. We have talked for months since this happened in October, essentially every single week and sometimes for days at a time about where people are standing in the conflict, which isn't ending anytime soon, and how that's causing issues in real life, real terms. People are losing jobs, businesses are, are losing money. These are from places that are fairly far away from the actual fighting. But when you choose a side, which you should choose a side, and the side you probably should go with is, why can't both people just admit they're idiots and fix it? It's always a good way to go. But when you choose a side in what's going on, what's going in, in, the, in the actual actions, the fact that the terrorist attack is the precursor for this thing, it gets reheated pretty quickly. Let's go to our t uh, errors, apologies, and omissions. We've got this new order, and we've got to make sure we stick to it. Uh, we're not talking about a story that's a pretty heavy one that may get some play, although it's New Year's Day, so news headlines are going to be kind of kind of lax. The biggest thing going on is there's a major earthquake and tsunami warnings in Japan, so everybody that's live right now is kind of keeping an eye on that and just buffering with the rest of the stuff. But over the uh, latter part of the week, Michael Cohen admitted that he inadvertently cited a few cases of fake cases in, uh, generated by AI in legal motion. Um, Michael Cohen actually, we, we had the story about this months ago about the lawyers that got disbarred for uh, using um, ChatGPT to write a legal brief to propose and it just made up some cases. Michael Cohen essentially did the same thing when he gave it to his lawyer to work on his case. He used ChatGPT, I don't know that specifically, but he used a uh, AI um, generator. Uh, he used Google Bard AI, the chatbot, to generate some citations, just going back and forth, pulling things out of chat because it's Google, so it's a search. Problem is, a few of those things were fake. He gave them to his lawyer who just took it, the word on it that they were real because, you know, Cohen's lawyer. And now this may cause some issues in the cases that have been passed. We shall see in the court of law. Court of public opinion basically has already cast as either pluses or minuses as doubts or its confirmations. We're going to our teaser section right now. The teaser section is where we'll give you a story we're teasing for tomorrow. Why we do this teaser part? It gives us a chance to tell you how you get the stories in that feed listing we got right there, and then or in the listings we have via our feeds. We have a feed of stories, two feeds actually, 
on Facebook and Twitter, now known as X. Go to facebook.com slash this is conversation project or twitter.com, which actually still goes to Twitter, slash th underscore conversation. And every 50 minutes or so, we post a news headline from various sources. Some of them you may love and enjoy. Some of them you may be a little wary of. Some of them you may hate with the passion and the fire of a thousand suns because of who they are. Some of them are a little sketchy. We admit that, but we try to get as many different perspectives, many different ideas, many different things to put in a conversation, Kitty, and you tell us which ones to talk about. Just engage in them. Check out our feeds and like, love, hate, share the stories as you see them come through. The higher engagement score, the better chance we have of talking about it in this thing here, things you might have talked, things you might not have heard. And on the weekend shows, we give you the pure numbers by engagement, what the top stories are. Here's a story that is interesting. It's a bigger story than just this, but the headline for the story reads, Illinois enacts law to legalize fuzzy dice hanging from rearview mirrors. This is not an Illinois story, but it is a story that happens every single new year as new laws are coming into place. Illinois is bringing back the ability to hang things from your car window, rearview mirror. Did you know that in many places, the, the old air freshener that you hang up in your mirror is actually illegal and when you get stopped for that, it's an actual citation. They can u- they use that as a way to just kind of pull you over, but it's obstruction. Big fuzzy dice get in the way of your vision and they don't want to obstruct your vision. Same thing with your GPS smack right there in the middle of your, of your dashboard. It's an obstruction and they could fine you for it. They could pull you over for it in many places. And Illinois is allowing you to have them fuzzy dice, have them fuzzy dice back. Say that three times fast. You want to talk about this story and the changes in laws or any story we have in our feeds we're posting about all day long, go to the websites for Facebook and Twitter, engage in the stories and vote it up. Top 15 stories, about the half top of the stories for the day, get pulled in for the Tuesday through Friday editions. And we'll pull eight of those 15 stories to give to you in a deadline or in a digest. That's what it is. That's the word I'm looking for. A digest. Let's go to our spotlight sponsor for this morning. That is Blinkist. The Blinkist app is going to get you caught up on all them books you want to read this year. I use Blinkist every single day, twice a day, actually. Once in the morning on the way to work, listening to a book in about 15 minutes of my commute in, and once at night as I'm going to bed, getting a book in and then taking notes on it, working on an actual another project, uh, a newer version of my Blinkist book club, uh, another version of that, trying to find time for that one as well, writing out the summaries and figuring out how to do it. I may do AI again. I may actually just write as a newsletter, but I'm trying to figure out how to do this. Blinkist uh, gives you long-form books, and some of those unabridged books that go 14, 16, 28 hours. I just downloaded one that's 38 hours, a big old history of something. I do a lot of histories of some things, and they're all long books. A lot of them are in Blinkist. A lot of them are taken care of on the 14-hour versions down to about 30 to 40 minutes. All my big Robert Greene books are in Blinkist, and you can get them in 30 minutes instead of the full day and a half it takes to actually read them in real life. And other books that are normally maybe three to four hours at the most can be written, read, or listened to audiobook form or read in about 15, 20 minutes. They also have Blinkist spaces where you can share your Blinkist book that you want to talk about with other people. They don't have to actually have to buy the subscription. You have the app. You share the love of the book, and you can talk about it in the Blinkist space. There's a great deal on it still going on right now, so check it out at their website by going via to our website. This is conversationproject.com slash Blinkist. This is conversationproject.com slash Blinkist today. This is an affiliate link, so if you click the link and install the app, we get a small commission for you stepping in. This helps keep things going on here, and we can use the help, always use the help. So check it out 
at this is a conversation conversation project. This is a conversation project.com slash Blinkist, B L I N K I S T. Quick stop to talk about us for a moment, pausing to talk about the conversation project itself. It lives online at this. It's a conversation project.com. Here are many calls to action that will be way over your head, but one of these may be what you need to do. We talked about the feeds, Facebook and Twitter. Follow us on the feeds and you can tell us what to talk about. Literally, you put the words into my mouth every single weekday morning here. Email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com and you can tell me, put more words in my mouth. Tell me how we're doing well or not so well to get things going. Uh, for the shows we do and say shows as there are many places go to our website and find out all the places you can find us facebook and tiktok and youtube and all those places we're all there as well plus you can sign up for the newsletter version of this it comes out about 6 20 a.m in about two minutes time as i'm recording this live on monday uh, where you can just get the link straight to you and check out the replays of the video and audios from there as well uh, you can also go to our website for more sponsors and check out our partnerships page. Partnerships page is important because, as I said, we need the assistance. We need help. We need to make sure we're moving along on this thing. If you were able to check out for your now video from the weekend as we did sort of the wrap up of the year of uh, the year here at the conversation project in my year itself which wasn't a great year personally uh, you'll know some of the things we're working through some things we need help with and a lot of them are resource and money so if you deem us worthy of your resources and your money check out the partnerships page at our website and see if there's something we can do together now let's do something really fun together the fun stuff and the fun stuff always begins every single weekday morning with the birthdays and the fun stuff we are giving much love to Morris Chestnut today turning 54 years old of course people of my generation and my I got to know and love him from um, Boys in the Hood but he's done so many things and since he's grown up in front of us even though he was like 30 when he played the teenager in that that movie the birthday wishes going out to Morris Chestnut on today. Also, uh, heavy wishes to Grandmaster Flash. He's 65, and Ice Spice, who's 23 years old today. Two spectrums of the hip hop spectrum of the 50 years of hip hop, going from really classic to kind of the, in my case, eh, I have a thing about modern rap music. It's just a lot of it's just a noise. But I'm the old guy that likes to yell at people to get off my lawn. Back in the day, today's history lesson for 1995 on the first of. January in that year, the last Far Side cartoon by Gary Larson was published. That's like in a newspaper, like in print, done. In July of 2020, he released new Far Side strips in for the first time in 25 years on thefarside.com. And every so often he'll do that as well. But the last time this thing was actually the very popular uh, newspaper uh, comic strip was published was way back in 1995, which tells you about how long newspapers have been irrelevant in the sense because about the funnies done a lot of love for the newspapers today we are celebrating black IP day why because black IPs are a traditional dish for New Year's Day eating black IPs on New Year's Day has been a tradition hold by families for decades um, and it's just one of those things that you do black IPs are supposed to symbolize luck good luck for the year also health and abundance so eating a bowl of black eyed peas hopping John is a big thing on the first of the year which is why all your stores are basically 
out of Black Eyed Peas for a few days until they mysteriously find a case somewhere in the middle of the day, the day where people got lost. That's been my case a couple of years back where I forgot the Black Eyed Peas for some reason and went to uh, the Kroger on New Year's Day, which was a madhouse because, you know, people, they, they shut down early so you can get stuff. And I think you could buy booze that day. So that also probably issue as well. But it was like literally there was no cornbread and no Black Eyed Peas. And all of a sudden a case of Black Eyed Peas sort of came out and it was like, you know, manna from heaven and people just jumped onto it. It was a thing. It was a thing. We have recently implemented a poll question, and we decided to only do it for uh, weekdays because the weekend stuff got got a little old. Here's our poll question today. It's a twofer. The video you see the the, the slide is pretty pretty horrible. We're gonna work on that, um, but we had a time to toss them together. We're trying to you know doing a little too much with the time we had. Your question for the day, or your overall question, is pick the college football champion for 2023-24 season today. New Year's Day, two ball games on the evening and the nighttime flatter, where the Rose Bowl, presented by Prudential, uh, has number one Michigan taking on number four Alabama, and the All-State Sugar Bowl has number two Washington versus number three Texas. So the winner of the top game takes on the winner of the bottom game, and they'll do that next Monday. Who will play? You pick your poll for the championship. We're going to close this somewhere around 5 o'clock, so you may get a chance to sneak in the, the number the first question. But we have two questions for the day on our poll question to get in who you think is going to be the national championship game. We'll ask you the winner of that, of course, probably next Monday. Check it out at our website. This is conversationproject.com. There's a link for the poll question. It should be right there at the top. If not, I'll click a button. It'll be there at the top. It's also in the newsletter link, so you can see that as well. And you'll see it coming through the feeds link, so look for it throughout the day. Just start looking for it. It's there at the web website. It goes live about 5 o'clock in the morning every single morning, so you can go ahead and get a jump on that one. With that, Let's get a jump on our year, our new year. It's Monday, January the 1st, 2023. Thank you so much for being with us for the entire year last year. Even that whole month we weren't here. We're glad that we were able to survive that and get through this. We have a lot of big plans for the new year coming forward to get to. So hopefully you'll be with us and see some of those things. And by the way, we want to remind you one last time as we wrap ourselves out of the holiday sort of the holiday uh, issues, holiday uh, zone, that if you're not feeling so well, need someone to talk to. It doesn't take a holiday to make you feel sad. Sometimes people get really sad during the holidays, but you can be sad and be depressed anytime. If you need someone to talk to, go to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which is now found by the magic of technology on your cell phone or in text messages or just a cell call. Just 988, that simple, on your cell phone. It will get you to a person to talk to. You can also text that to people as well and chat that way. And go online at 988lifeline.org where someone is manning the phones or online chatting with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week in English and in Spanish. I want to say, stay limber, stay hydrated, stay on task. I have my silver travel mug because I guess that someone washed my actual ceramic mug and I was traveling yesterday. So this was out. So I'm using this mug for this morning. Thank you so much for being with us for the show. Thank you for stopping with us. Whoever popped in live today, we appreciate all that in the comments as well. Anyone who's watching this on the replay because it lives ad nauseum over and over and over again. You just text us or comment to where you are so we can give you some shout outs in some form or fashion going forward. And of course, check the feeds all day long here or there to see what stories to put into my mouth because you will engage in them. Engage in stories. Give us what's going on and email us to let me know what to do. Have a great day. Still have the day off and going back to work in full force tomorrow. I'm not sure I'm going to get all this stuff we've put into 
this project into the normal window of getting things in, in and getting to the real world of, you know, the real world of, of getting this, the day started. But we're doing this for you. Let us know what works so we can take some things out if they're not working for you. Let us know what you want us to add and just put more stress on me. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know how your year is going to go. Got a word for the year? Go ahead and give it to us. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about more great news stories this time and, you know, all time because, it you know, it, it plays and it's saved on the Internet or whatever. But going live about 5.50 a.m. tomorrow morning, Tuesday, for things you might have heard.